Storygram Network. The content and products discussed in this program have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, nor are they intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Any decisions made around your health should be discussed with your health practitioner. Welcome to Body Talk Radio. I'm your host, Heather Morgan, Health and Human Potential Master Coach and Edutainment Curator. I started Body Talk over a decade ago in order to achieve my mission of educating and inspiring millions to a healthier way of living. Body Talk Radio is more than just a radio show. It's your gateway to information and education relevant to today's most important health topics. Delivered by top thought leaders, influencers, and world changers in the health and human potential space. If you love great health talk, listen in and join the community. Get educated, get inspired, and become a healthier you. everybody. Hey, listen, we're on air. You're listening live to Body Talk with Heather Morgan. I'm nutrition and healthy living coach. Uh, thanks for joining me. And today I have on the air with me, Pedram Shojai, uh, the author of the new upcoming book, The Urban Monk. Welcome to the show, Pedram. Hi, great to be here. Hey, thanks so much for taking time out today to uh, visit us over here in Sonoma Valley. Have you ever been to well, Sonoma? I love Sonoma. Right. I'm, I'm in Southern California, so you know we get we get up there to play as often as we can. For sure, and and play we do we do up here mm-hmm. for sure. And you know it's funny because I'm thinking about your book and uh, you know how it's just going to impact so many people's lives and and you know it's kind of a, here in Sonoma we're kind of our own unique. Uh, land, if you will, um, a valley. People kind of, they move here for the lifestyle, right? So many, many, many of the people here in Sonoma and beyond, because we've got the whole county here, but, um, you know, a lot of people have come up here to kind of escape the craziness of the city. We get a lot of people coming from the city, the rat race, you name it. And uh, so I think a lot of people can really appreciate the work that you're doing. So I just want to do a quick uh, overview, just a little intro here, let people know um, of the great work that you're doing. Um, So Pedram um, really is a man with many titles. Uh, He's a Taoist priest. Love it. Want to hear a little bit about that. A doctor of oriental medicine, a kung fu world traveler, a fierce global green warrior, and an avid backpacker, a devout alchemist, and a Qigong master, um, and an old-school Jedi biohacker who is working to preserve our natural world and wake us up to our full potential. Wow. <laughs> who writes that stuff? <laughs> See, but, but truly, I mean, when you exit this world someday and move on to the next spiritual plane, look at this. Like, wow, your contributions are so profound. Um, you've, you've created this and uh, really, really am interested in hearing more about your journey, the reason for your book. And, um, you know, I could, I could go on a little bit more, but you, uh, just to kind of wrap it up, also the founder of well.org. Um, and the editor of Be More Magazine, and of course the author of The Urban Monk, um, and many other credits to your name. So 
I just want to make sure that we have enough time, Pedram, today to talk about um, what is is most you know what's going on right now with you, which is the launch of your new book, correct? Yeah, it's like having a baby, uh, and uh, <laughs> you know, once you have the baby, then you got to make sure you uh, take care of it. And so, you know, it's been the last couple of weeks has just been I'm celebrating its launch and kind of getting it out there. Yes. And I'm really proud of this book. It's it's designed to help normal people, right? Like I'm not I'm not the type of person that likes to use flowery language. I, you know, I walked the earth and studied in the Himalayas and been around that block. Right. But I can't ask people to go do what I did. I can't ask people to live that lifestyle because they've got bills, they've got kids, they've got mortgages. They're, you know, they, they live normal lives. And so the question is, how can we bring that information and make it digestible and make it something that we can assimilate into our lives here right here in the world that we live in without, you know, having to change our names and get weird or anything that is completely unnecessary for the process that's kind of, I think, muddied the waters. Sure. So, you know, I'm just, I I am in it to help make the world a better place. Love it. And you can't make the world a better place without helping people find their own personal power, without having people find health and vitality and energy. And yes. so it's really easy to get leveraged and make bad decisions and kind of, you know, just go with the status quo if you're asleep. And so the question is, why are we shutting down and why are we not able to be vibrantly alive and, and be like these, these powerhouses that are voices yes. of, you know, truth and, and peace and beauty and all these wonderful things that we want to stand for in our communities? because we're tired we're beat yeah. up we're just you know we come home and we're just done and a lot of it has to do with how we eat a lot of it has to do with how we live and so the book's really about helping us unlock where we're stuck and and not not just like in some sort of psychological sense but like in terms of how we eat in terms of how we like sit at our desks all the little things all the little hacks that we can go through to just get better and be more vibrantly alive For and sure. you know you follow the advice of this book and you will feel better and that, that's why I wrote it the way I did well, you know, and Pedram, one of the things I, you, you're speaking my language, by the way, and one of the things that I talk about a lot on the show is the fact that truly few people are actually experiencing life the way we were intended to be, um, you know, and I do attribute a lot of that to diet. I attribute a lot of it to stress, you know, obviously there's environmental factors that come into play, um, but, you know, it, it, it is a very sad notion to me to think that so many people are out here. We're all so blessed and gifted and, um, you know, creative beings. And yet so many of us are lacking peace, um, feeling slightly frustrated that we aren't reaching our full potential. And, and this is something that you speak to really well in your book and provide, you know, a, a good, uh, doable uh, steps, like you said, you know, just for the, the, that person that is dealing with life. Life's there, but why is it that we're having such a hard time realizing our greatness? And, um, you know, very few people are. So what do you say to that? Well, I would say I think we've all become accustomed to living with a dim, dim light bulb. And, you know, you look around you, everyone's kind of sleepwalking. Yes. Going home and watching some dumb show on TV and Ugh. at the couch and not communicating with their family. And, like, we've just, we've, we've uh, basically settled into a status quo that 
to me is unacceptable. Yes. And um, we're setting bad examples as parents. We're setting bad examples as citizens. You know, this whole, yes. our whole democracy is predicated in, on an enlightened citizenry. For sure. Right? And, and we don't even know what the hell is going on, right? We're all just, you know, too busy, kind of like stuck in our worlds. Right. And so that, to me, all comes from a lack of vitality, right? And vitality yes. is kind of that energy of life that kind of not only powers your body and powers your mind, but powers your dreams and, and, and you know, fills you with enthusiasm, gets you to stand up and, and you know, in the face of an atrocity or in, in, in the face of uh, injustice and, and, and be like, no, that's, you know, man, that's not cool. You don't, don't talk to that person that way. And so right. all of those things come when we actually live in our bodies and we're, you know, awake and we can do what it is that we are aligned with it morally also with our action, right? And most of us are just so, we've popped in the clutch uh, on action and right. so we don't really know how to take it. Therefore, our lives don't go the way we want them to go. And then every year we're just a little bit more resentful, a little bit more bitter, a little bit mm-hmm. less happy. For sure. Uh, and then we think some sort of cleanse or some sort of like, you know, weird thing for, you know, two weeks at Kripalu or some place <laughs> that we go to is going to fix us. And that's not, it's like, it's like hoping the lotto is going to get you out of financial trouble. It's just, that's not how that works. For sure. Absolutely. And, and again, you know, I think people are, people realize, you know, that, that they're, they're not living to their full potential. Um, and often, try to exercise let's just say to fix that you know everybody thinks that exercise is is like where you go when you're just not feeling right but you know i love the point that you make about nutrition because how we nourish our bodies really does um you know we're we're a nation of zombies right now and i think i think we're we're our own example of of what poor nutrition can do to us, how it devitalizes us and, and keeps us from being our optimal selves. Um, so in your book, um, tell us a little bit about what readers will gain from having your book and what type of, of program it provides. One of the things that um, we all tend to do when we're not feeling well is what? Eat soup. No. And so, you know, first thing that happens, you get sick, grandma or mom, whoever it is, they, they make you chicken soup. They, yeah. they basically, you know, get a bunch of healthy ingredients. Guilty. That, yeah, right? No, you I do it all the time. My, my family, my kids, literally, because I'm always boiling bones and soup. Soup's the answer. I just throw everything in there. And it's like, that's how I get good nutrition in them. That's it. That's it. It's pre-digested. It makes it easier on the stunt. So you don't have to put as much energy into extracting the energy. Right. So it's just an efficient way of loading uh, energy and nutrients and things that you need, like collagen and vitamins yes. and minerals and all the good stuff. Love it. Into the system so that the body has, you know, just raw currency to, like, deal with the immunity and deal with stress and detox and all the things that it needs yeah. to do. Like, I consider energy like cash. Like, you need to yeah. cash flow. For sure. And... Uh, most of us are just so poorly, poorly managing our digestion that, you know, we eat a meal and we're more tired. Well, right. That's, that's a breakdown of a system that's supposed to extract energy and make you feel more energized and vibrantly mm-hmm. alive. So if you're mm-hmm. eating food and you don't feel well afterwards, if you're tired afterwards, there's something right. fundamentally wrong. So eat like a sick person once a week, twice a week, three yes. days a week. Just, just yes. give your digestion a break and you will find that things start to get better. And that's just, you know, one of many, many, obviously, you know, pieces of this. Love but, it. You know, I, I think a whole, a whole other component to this is just reverence and like, 
having a connection with the food and having an understanding that you know this is life that that we're you know like it's laid on it's whether it's a vegetable or an animal it's laid itself on the sacrificial altar of life for you yes to, you know continue your life so what what are you going to do with that energy and like what are you what are you actually ingesting and what does this mean and, and so all the kind of things that i got to do as a monk and sit down and you know contemplate life and, and slow down and pay attention to the food going in these things these things are important and when we bring them back into our modern world we feel better we do better we have more energy we're more conscious we're more cognizant of our decisions and most of us end up in bad parts of the world and things that you know went wrong in our lives because of decisions that we made under duress so yes. being able to get out from under that and just make better decisions and have more clarity and energy man i mean where would your life go if you had more energy and focus and clarity uh, right well, that's the thing is it affects our society on so many levels, not just at a personal level with ourselves and our family, but the productivity in general is, is lower and, you know, it just goes on from there. Healthcare, you name it. Um, what about the person, you know, again, I, I, I think you and I just absolutely speak the same language at so many levels. And for me, I, I really look at mindset and what is it? Uh, because we know people know that maybe they're Starbucks vente sugary whatever drink every day that they're having after lunch isn't isn't a great option but they do it anyway and how do we create mind over matter I know as a monk um, in and the mindful practices and everything does that does mindfulness play into the work that you're doing in the book yeah and, and, you know, in that very example, I would say mind over matter is really hard if you just slammed a burrito with a bunch of sour cream on, on it and right. now you're falling asleep and now you need coffee to get back up because the right. spreadsheets on your desk are not, you know, filling themselves in. So I think that the mindfulness starts on the front end of that, which is, hey, I am feeling a little groggy. I'm feeling a little hungry. I'm feeling a little irritable. What am I feeling right now? Yes. And what do I need to do? to adjust whether I need to stand up, do some squats, go take a, a, a walk to the window and just drink some sunshine through the window or whatever it is that I need to do right now to correct myself so that I'm not in this position where I'm like, oh man, I'm flatlined, give me coffee. Right. right. And so the mindfulness should be like a virus checker, constantly making sure you're not opening all these windows versus double clicking on mindfulness once you're already like, freaked out and like you know can't keep your eyes open and you got to go for the rapa lapa chapa chino you know it's like all these yeah. sugar uh caffeine uh mixes that are all you know it's basically crack in a can right or, for or sure. a cup or whatever and and you know these things are not they don't serve us um in the long run but they certainly do serve us to get through it's like if you were broke and, and you needed groceries and all you had was like some high interest credit card you would swipe it right yep and so the question is, how do you adjust your budget so that you don't end up having those type of lifestyle practices in the first place? For sure. And, you know, I mean, these ha I think habits are so, you know, ingrained. Obviously, we are the result of our behaviors leading up to this point. And, you know, our, we're such creatures of habit. So I, I, I bring up the whole, like, you know, mind over matter thing because I know that so many people are looking for peace. They're looking for, um, you know, 
support in their daily lives, but challenged with that. And, you know, one of the things I let people know is when you are making a choice, you're feeling bad, and that choice is really just coming from a a lack of energy or, you know, craving that sweet, whatever it is, however your body's been trained, just have some dialogue with yourself about loving yourself enough to feed it the most optimal nourishment possible because what happens is when you when you do that um everything shifts you know and, and there's like this zone that i i know that that you're, you're familiar with that you know if people could just get over that little hurdle and have that dialogue then then once they find that zone ah this is it okay now i'm on fire and and you know the body will reward you with enthusiasm better mood better energy better clarity all of it because you're finally giving it what it needs right and you know we, we can get into this whole conversation about topsoil and processed foods i mean you know it, it's there there are a lot of problems with our food chain there's a lot of problems with the supply chain of, of the kind of life that we onboard and we are in a position right now where we have to make some very you know conscious choices yes, right to take on ingredients that support our physiology and, and make us better or take on ingredients that, you know, replace ourselves with, with artificial, you know, structures and, and plastics and phthalates and all sorts of garbage that cause cancer, right? And so yes. it, it, it's not, it's not a, you know, it's a survival instinct at this point. Like if you don't get that you need to eat organic, then you've really missed it because we have evolved for millions of years as a biological species, no matter what book you believe in, Mm -hmm. you know, eating things that grow out of this earth. You got it. And in the last hundred years, suddenly, they don't come from plants, they're made in plants, right? And it's it's fundamentally, and that was the topic of my last movie, Origins, it's just, it's, it's fundamentally different than anything we've ever known as a species biologically. And we are having a hard time metabolizing. We're having a hard time figuring out why we don't feel well. Right. You know, the writing's on the wall. It's just, just go back to what worked. I know and totally, totally agree with you. And I love um, how your book provides, you know, practices that, that can be used daily. Um, and, you know, such as, um, you know, evening meditations, right? Loosening exercises, um, resting rituals. Those are all things that we don't typically take time in our lives to do. And, you know, this book is really intended to be sort of like your daily, your buddy, like your daily help me get through life guide with these wonderful practices that just really help bring you back to um, that place that will allow you to find peace, prosperity, and all the good things that life has to offer. Love that. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's it. It's like I, you know, I've worked with thousands of patients over the years, and the ones that basically stepped in and realized that I couldn't do it for them, and you know, just started adopting practices that made them better are the ones that got better. For sure. You know, I'm not sort of sorcerer, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care how good your physician is, they they can't follow you around 24-7. Or maybe they can if you got that kind of money, but at the end of the day, you still got to put the food in your mouth. You still got to do the crunches, right? And so we, 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 we have to play a part in our health. We do, no doubt about it. And we have to, um, you know, I think... I think really what it is is 
people just aren't willing to sacrifice because it's we we live in a very high paced high stress world and we each individual has to learn how to manage life differently because of that and that's exactly what I see in your book, which is so cool. All the tools that one would need as an individual to be able to learn to master living more peacefully, master living more mindfully. And um, so I'm super excited. We love it. We're just, you know, we're over the moon. My husband and I both, you, you speak the language that we we speak all the time. And the book, uh, The Urban Monk, love the title by the way. Thank you. It's just, it's absolutely awesome. I think everybody, you know, needs to own it. And I just want to ask quickly before we do have to go to break, um, uh, you, you obviously you've done many, many things besides authoring this new book, the urban monk, but where can people find you so that they can follow you and learn about all the great things you're doing? Sure. Two, two neighborhoods. One is the urban monk.com. Um, which is kind of the new neighborhood for this awesome. whole new thing, um, where I get to be a little more raw and you know cuss once in a while and you know, be, be myself. And then the other one, which is kind of my big my big universe that I've worked on the last few years, is Well dot org, and that's you know we do our movies, we do podcasts, we do all kinds of cool stuff, and that's that's my baby. The movies are amazing, by the way. Yes, Well dot org for sure. Everybody, check it out. Um, Again, inspiring, um, great, truthful information that everybody, it's just, you know, knowledge is power, right? And to evolve as a human being and to be the best that we need to be on this earth, we need to have an understanding of what's around us and be aware so that we can obviously make the right choices. So love well, well.org and as well as the urban monk. And then that's just the urban monk.com. Correct. For your book. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Excellent. And, um, in the studio right now, we have our, our, our next guest who actually would like to ask you a question if that's okay. And this is, it just happens to be my husband, EA. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. I am. Cool name. I thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a little interesting. I'm suing EA Sports uh, at the moment. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I got here first. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I really did. Uh, but uh, I love, uh, like Heather said, you speak our language. This is we're Czechies, and that's the kind of language we've been talking for years. And vitality is paramount. Food is paramount, and quality and. and I love the, uh, the title. your title. <laughs> it's awesome, and uh, you are so on the right track of everything. And and where do what made you get into this? You know, I got tired of repeating myself. To tell you the truth, you know, I found that regardless of the diagnosis in the clinic, whether it was fibromyalgia, back pain, mm-hmm. allergies, like any, any like all kinds of stuff that would come in. Uh, over time, as I studied more and more functional medicine, my recommendations were usually revolving around the same stuff, which is let's clean up your diet, let's get you moving, let's get your energy going, let's let's deal with your stress, and let's you know let's let's get your sleep hacked. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, holy crap! I'm giving the same <laughs> advice to all these different people. They're all getting better. Um, and so, really, my job here is. Like, you know, when I was running, I had, you know, multiple successful clinics and all this kind of stuff. Is I just felt like I was the body shop. And what I really uh, needed to do was get into driver's ed, right? Hey, yeah. Right, right. Just crashing awesome. everywhere, right? And, and, and that changed everything for me. Fundamentally, wow. it changed everything. 
because I realized I was on the wrong side of the equation and I had to get out in front of it because, and I, look, I'm a hardworking dude. I am a hardworking dude. And I was at one point seeing about 60 patients a day. Wow. And I had this realization that the world was, was sliding faster than I could possibly shovel. <laughs> and, I re- and I realized I was in the wrong game, right? Like I could not be in the position that I was in and help actually, if, if I was to hold myself to my success metric of actually making the world a better place and, and, and putting a dent in this thing, I had to think bigger and I had to get up out of my small self and start doing things that were more important and bigger than me. I mean, all this stuff is way bigger than me. I mean, who the hell am I? I'm just a guy, right? Yeah. But <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I just, I had to, I had to elevate and step up because look, I got two young kids and, you know, I want them to have a future. I want, you know, I want trees to climb for my grandchildren. And these are all things that are kind of on the line right now. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Well, well said. I love, I love your messages and folks, you know, you really got to take a look and go ahead and give uh, your, your websites again so that people can. Sure. Uh, the urbanmonks.com and well.org. Fantastic. Simple enough. Well, we, uh, we really appreciate having you on the show today. Thank you so much, Pedram Shojai, uh, author of The Urban Monk, and um, just doing great things and making the world a better place, which is what we teach our children all the time. In fact, we were recently, actually it wasn't so recently, um, not too long ago, we were at an event and someone asked the question on stage, why, to the children, why do you think you're here? Why do you think you're here on earth? And my son raises his hand and says, to make the world a better place. <laughs> Boom. Right? Boom. Boom. Do you yep. know how proud this mama was? Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. That, is a, that is a lot of TLC that went into that stance <laughs> on, on a child like that. No, um, actually it was a C note. Uh, <laughs> slid <him> <laughs> slid. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're right. Thank you. Um, awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you both. Thanks for doing the work that you do. This is it. I mean, look, we're all doing our part, right? And for sure. We all, we all need to kind of row in the same direction and we, you know, we just want the world to be better. So got it. We are having a great impact, uh, Pedram. And again, everybody, the book, The Urban Monk, must have. It's going to become your life companion. And um, really, if you just pick it up and start doing some of these practices you will it will help you to reach your fuller potential and that's kind of what we're all striving for so again Pedram Shojai thank you for being with us and uh, best of luck to you on your journey thanks very much thank you both thank Thank you you. take care bye-bye